All right, Zach. Welcome to the weekly pickoff. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad. Why, why are you sad? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. You, you don't want to talk about how I picked more games correct, or you don't want to talk about how you lost to me in fantasy? <sighs> wow. Wow, what a great start. Uh, well, first of all, I, I feel better about the games because you beat me by one game. Yeah. And we both sucked, yeah. to be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. again. We're, 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 we're two weeks in a row here where we're struggling. So we, we got to get things turned around. But um, the fantasy one is, is hard for me because I think you scored about double what I scored. Uh, it, it was – I didn't break 100 and you were in like the 170s. So I was aiming for 200 and I just didn't quite get there. Wow. But um, wow. hold on. I think I have a picture of it, which I should post to our Instagram at some point this week. Um, you don't have to do that. You uh, don't have to do the, that. The headline of my win was give them the key to the city. So, Zach, I will be expecting my key to the city in the mail this week. Oh, my God. Good gravy. One seventy three point seven eight to ninety three point oh six. I have like... not been beat in fantasy in any league that bad in probably five or six years. Well, it's okay. I just would like to personally thank Dalvin Cook for having over two hundred yards, scoring four touchdowns, and also DK Metcalf who just had himself a game. So Dalvin and DK, thank you. I appreciate it. Um. You were, yeah, you were I, my I, lucky charms this week, apparently. I would just like to say that when you have the quarterback that's going against the worst defense in the league in the Seattle Seahawks, her giving up almost 500 yards a game, which feels impossible to do, and that quarterback scores you 1.76 points, mm-hmm. uh, I, there's nothing you could do. Like, there's just It just wasn't my week at all. <laughs> I mean, he got hurt, so he there's did. that. He did. And if... Talking Jimmy G. Yeah, I was going to say, if our listeners don't know, we're talking about Garoppolo. But, I mean, if it if it's any consolation to you, in my other league, I also had George Kittle. And I was going up against um, somebody who had Pat Mahomes starting. So, that was like a disaster. It, actually, the score, the score was not as far apart as I expected it to be. But Kittle did not help me at all. I was, I was counting on him to, like maybe bump me up a little bit and then he got hurt too so i was kind of with you there the 49ers have just failed us miserably in fantasy this year yep for sure uh, so many injuries and um uh in my main dynasty league i'm going to be turning away from kittle because he's not playing and i'm going to be dropping all of my free agent auction budget on uh, jordan reed because he's mm. sitting in free agency right now he's going to get the starting job and i need somebody so yeah. um we'll see Yeah, he's not a bad option. Honestly, another option that I might throw out there for anybody who's looking for a replacement for George Kittle might be um, Trey Burton from the Colts. Now, don't laugh at me when I say this because I know that you know that I'm a fan of Trey Burton. He used to be an Eagle. Um, He was injured for a while, did not start the season. He, He was... Uh, he moved to the Colts this year, didn't start the season, came back, and I think it was like his first game back he had like two touchdowns. Last week he had several receptions. Like fantasy-wise, he's a pretty good like middle-of-the-range tight end. So I don't know. I think that he could be worth the pickup too in a league that like if you don't have 
many options available. You could pick up Trey Burton, maybe give him a shot. It feels like any options available. I mean, tight ends are already notoriously stinky. Like you just, you could have the eight tight end on the week and he scores you seven points. Like it's just, tight ends are hard. So tight ends get harder. They get harder without Kittle. Yeah, they really do. And uh, I don't know that anybody's really going to want to be trading away Travis Kelsey right now. So uh, <laughs> you better pay a premium. <laughs> no, you don't have Ertz right now. Not nope. that Ertz has been doing anything this year, but nope. yeah, it's 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 a gross landscape for tight ends right now. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, but hey, friend, better luck next time. Wow, thanks. I will. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's it's. Mm-hmm. You win. You win. You win. You win. Thanks. I'm. Uh gonna go for it again this week see what happens we'll see oh man i mean i think the biggest news of this week was 49ers just more injuries we talked a little bit about them last week because the news was that they were more injured than the eagles which was hard for us both to believe but now you have garablo and kittle both out again so man those poor 49ers (laughs) since that super bowl (laughs) yeah for sure and then tevin coleman was supposed to come in and be the starter yep and then he got hurt, and mm-hmm. so like now they're down like forty-seven thousand running backs. I know, and uh, it, it's a nightmare right now. Now Nick Mullen's supposed to step in, and the funny thing about it too, as a George Kittle owner in half of my leagues, is that I was kind of excited at the prospect of Nick Mullen stepping in because he hyper targets mm-hmm. uh, George Kittle. But now no George Kittle, broken foot. Um, this is just the grossest year for them i mean I they've got they've got the talent to compete for a super bowl i mean they were just there I know. and it's it's gross yeah i know i know it it's it's sad and i mean this year i think all around has been nasty for injuries but yeah i mean those poor 49ers i guess it's easier to say that when you're not like super invested in the 49ers but i mean oh man they're just destroyed for sure. Yeah. I mean, what what other big news happened this week? I don't I didn't really see a whole lot as far as trades went. No, I the, mean, trade the, deadline was Tuesday at 4, so what happened? No, the trade deadline is notoriously kind of boring in the NFL. If you just look briefly at the NBA, uh guys can just pick up uh, schemes and things like that in basketball and even in hockey much quicker than you can in football. Football is just so much more of like a uh, a playbook and scheme and and outsmarting your opponent and chemistry and it's just really hard to get a guy in. Um, honestly, when you think about midseason acquisitions in NFL history, there's really very few mm-hmm. that have panned out. Just recently with the Eagles, we had Golden Tate, and he had yeah. one single good game for us. Now that happened to be in the playoffs, and he practically won a game for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but throughout those remaining, I don't know, must have been seven or eight games uh, in the regular season, he did nothing. Right. The only guy I can possibly think of that's been a good midseason acquisition is Amari Cooper. And... Mm-hmm. They had to pay a first-round pick for him, and now the contract that they've paid him kind of looks like he might be getting overpaid a little bit. So I don't know that these deadline deals are really all they're chalked up to be anyway. Yeah. I mean, they make a good good big deal out of it over social media and all those things. Oh, sure. It's great Twitter fodder. (laughs) For sure, except when nothing really happens. So, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing really to talk about there this week. Yeah. 
I will say, if we're kind of reflecting back on week eight, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, all three of those were kind of interesting games for different reasons. Um, for sure. Was not expecting the Falcons to go into Carolina and win that game. Um, with, I mean, we talked about how the Falcons are kind of a mess right now last week. The weather was horrible. Teddy Bridgewater has been looking pretty good. We talked about his wide receivers. We talked about Mike Davis. I just, I don't know. That game surprised me. Um, I don't know if it surprised you at all. No, for sure. But here's the rule that I'm learning and we all ought to learn is if Julio Jones is suiting up, they're a team that you have to consider as a team that can win any week. Yeah. And if Julio Jones is not suiting up, they're not going to win. Uh, that's that's really, I mean, Julio Jones had like 135, 140 yards, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a great game. And, uh, you know, that's you have big games from your star players and you win a lot of games. And so... Um, you know, not having him for the last several weeks was tough on them. And uh, and now he comes in and they look like a decent team again. So uh, I don't see anything long-term for them this year, but uh, yeah. 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 So that was a surprising game. Last night was almost a really, or not last night, sorry, Monday night was almost a really surprising game. Um, the Bucks at the Giants, I mean... Wow! <laughs> yeah, the, the what the, on earth? The uh, the Giants tried to win the game, which uh, everyone's joking that they should just be uh, tanking it up for Trevor Lawrence. So uh, maybe it would help them to lose some games. Uh, yeah. But however, uh, yeah, I mean the the Bucks defense kind of got exposed at moments. Uh, but mm -hmm. Chase or Chase Daniels? Nope, that was the backup uh quarterback <laughs> in kansas city for a while um daniel jones yes just was handing the ball over as often as humanly possible doing his best carson wentz impression uh -huh. and uh just you know you, you just need it he, if he had just played average they would have won the game mm -hmm. if he had just done everything he did offensively and just had half the turnovers they win the game yeah and it just shows you that you cannot turn the ball over against these good teams. You have no chance, and uh, especially against like a Tom Brady team. There's right. just there's no way. Right, and I mean I've said this before, and I still do believe it. If Daniel Jones had the team around him, he would be just fun to watch. I mean, if he had an offensive line, if he had more receivers who could actually like get after the ball, I just think that he'd be so much better than what he looks like right now. But the Giants just they just don't have the team put together to really, I think, showcase who he is and what he can do. So I don't know. I hope in the next couple of years we do get to see a little bit more of that. But I guess we'll see. Time will tell. For sure, yeah, just uh, to wrap a bow on that, uh, their offensive line is miserable. Yeah. I actually do like their receivers somewhat. I think they've got three receivers on their team that could be quality number two receivers mm -hmm. on a team. Uh, they don't have that guy, that number one, but uh, right. they've got some pieces, but they got to put it together, and, and that offensive line is really holding them back. Yeah, it definitely is. And, I mean, you mentioned Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz impression. Let's talk about the Sunday night game because – Do we have to? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's Sunday night football. I think we do. 
Um, Dallas so I was, I, went into really Philadelphia. Quick. Yeah, really quick. I'm I'm watching uh, talk radio with my wife yesterday, uh-huh. and uh, so it's uh, the, I think the Mike Missanelli show. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And uh, oh, by the way, I can't stand him, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so it's so it's on, and she's never listened to this guy, and oh, they Kristen. sound like they got blown out by forty. Like it sounded like the Eagles just. Like, they sounded like their puppy got ran over in the middle of the road. And she's like, I've never heard people complain so much about a 14-point win. And I'm just like, welcome to Philadelphia Talk Show Radio. This is what it is. Yeah. Well, Go go ahead, though. Go ahead. And Kristen being a Cowboys fan, too, I mean, she's already heartbroken because their season is just basically done. And then she's listening to this probably thinking, like, but they won. At least they exactly. won. <laughs> um, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, oh, okay. Uh, first of all, poor Ben DiNucci just came in and looked like a deer in headlights for most of the game. Yeah, he I just mean, couldn't get anything going. No, he was trying so hard to be Pat Mahomes, and he just <laughs> he Are just you talking about that? Was it the underhanded throw? Is that what you're oh, talking well, about? Oh, well, he kept, like, sidearming it. And yeah. And I mean, it's fine, but he just didn't have the team around him for it to work. And I was just like, oh, this poor guy, this poor guy. Like they could not score a touchdown. And it was just, it was, that was, it was pathetic. But I mean, we do have to give the Eagles defense a lot of credit for that win. Um, Because Carson Wentz just, I mean, you cannot, you cannot turn the ball over four times. I, I just two interceptions and two fumbles. How how do you how do you let that happen? <laughs> I would love to know, and I don't have it in front of me, but I would love to know the record of teams when your quarterback has four turnovers. Ugh. It's it's got to be like you win one out of every thirty games or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Carson is making good throws and then also making horrible decisions mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, the defense bailed him out. I mean, there's, I don't think Carson Wentz played particularly better than Gucci Danucci. So <laughs> great, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, well, you're gonna get to see Gucci Danucci next week against the Steelers because uh, we have um, uh, who who just got COVID uh, today? Um, the backup for the Cowboys, the original backup that had the concussion. Andy Dalton now has COVID? Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah, he he has COVID. So oh no, um, yeah. So you're gonna get to see him at least one more week. So wow, I hadn't heard that. That's yeah, that is a bummer. Um, wow. Okay, poor guy has to go and face the seven and zero Steelers. Oh man. Yeah, that's that's gonna be gross. That's gonna be real bad. In fact, I was looking at the Vegas lines on these. You can't even bet on that game. It's literally. Like, uh, you can't bet on it. They won't let you because Uh, that's the kind of game it's going to be. Oh, my gosh. I just, you know this about me, that I have a soft spot in my heart for backups, not just quarterbacks, but, like, the guys who are sitting on the bench. I just fully believe that there are so many guys out there who are just, like, they have so much talent and so much potential that, like, nobody is even giving them credit for. And it's just totally untapped because there's other guys who are just 
they've earned the spot. And and that's fine. That's the nature of football. But like I look at a guy like like Danucci and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like poor guy. Like it just it makes me so sad. Um but yep. you know this is his one shot to like do anything in the NFL. He's got a Swiss cheese offensive Ugh. line and he plays the Steelers next week. I know. Good luck. I know. Oh, poor guy. That is all I can say about that. But I don't know what's going on with our Eagles, Zach. I don't know what the answer is. I just I mean, a win is a win, but it was an ugly win and they did not deserve that win. I don't think they've deserved any of their wins so far this year. Except maybe against the 49ers. That actually wasn't a bad game. but uh, That was the only complete game I've seen all year from the Eagles. Um, I mean, I'll, I won't go so far as to say they didn't deserve this win. Uh, the defense definitely deserved this win. Okay, true, um, true. For, uh, so the offense didn't play up nearly to the to the defense's level. But um, I will say I was, I was uh, impressed with the run game. Um, I was surprised because I just feel like anytime Miles Sanders is not out there, like I'm just not expecting good things. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, uh, run game looked decent. I don't know why they didn't keep running the ball. I don't know why you keep making Carson Wentz throw 40 times a game when the running game is working. Right. Uh, they could have ran every single play, and we probably would have scored 40 points. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just so – I'm so done with this season because – we're going to get in the playoffs at 7, 8, and 1, and we're going to get destroyed by 40 points in the first round, and we're going to have the 21st pick in the draft in every single round, whereas if we had just missed the playoffs at 7, 8, and 1, uh, we'd be looking at like, like the 13th overall pick or the 12th overall pick, and we'd be actually getting some quality players in here. And with the age that we have and the injuries that we have, we need youth so bad and yeah. I'm just – I feel like getting in the playoffs is going to hurt us. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. I just – my confidence in the Eagles drafting skills is lacking, especially in the earlier rounds. So, sure. I, I, I mean, I look at it and I'm like, eh, yeah, we could get like an earlier draft pick, but are we going to pick the right person? I mean, I, I don't know. You know I wasn't happy about – the draft this past year I wasn't really happy about it the year before so I I don't know it just the whole thing is a a little bit of a conundrum to me and so I I don't even know what to think anymore you asked me earlier today what I think is the biggest problem with the Eagles and I don't even know how to answer that question because there's just so many of them sure um for me the answer is probably just age and uh injury proneness that's not a word of roster it just it's time to get some youth in there it's time to walk away from players that uh, i love jason peters i love deshaun jackson their careers are over Mm -hmm. it's time to move on Mm -hmm. you cannot rely on them to start anymore Mm -hmm. um do they play well when they're healthy absolutely are they healthy very often absolutely not to yeah. me, that's the biggest issue. But, I mean, there's there's a hundred. You can look at drafting skill. You can look at Carson Wentz's play. You can mm-hmm. look at play calling. There's just a hundred ways to go. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. But Sunday night was it, – it was just not a great game. All around, nope. it was just a – it was a it was a weird kind of eh game. And so, there we go. Except the, bo- 
got the bye week and uh you know get a few more players back maybe we'll look like a real team here out of the bye week we'll see maybe we will i wish i could say the same thing for 49ers fans <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Oh, man. Um, All right, let's move on to week nine because we've got some really interesting matchups again this week. um, Thursday night, we've got the Packers at the 49ers. I I don't know how you can even – I don't know how you cannot pick the Packers on this game with the 49ers as injured as they are. Um, You know, if if Jimmy G, if Kittle would have still been healthy – Maybe if they had a couple of running backs who were healthy, I would say, oh, yeah, maybe they have a chance against the Packers. I mean, look at what the Vikings just did to them this week. But I've got to go Packers on this one. Yeah, Packers are too good, and they're going to be salty because they lost a game they had no business losing. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers always gets up against the 49ers because they passed on him with the number one overall pick and took Alex Smith. Yep. And uh, so he just always brings a little extra something to those games. Uh, yeah, pretty easy easy Packers. I will say their, their running back uh, room is pretty injured right now, and so it'll be interesting to see who their starting running back is on, on Thursday. But, uh, yeah, I'll take Packers. Yeah. All right, so uh, NFC East, we've got another rivalry on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Giants are going to Washington. Giants are 1-7. and seven. Washington is 2-5. and five. Giants just almost had that upset against the Bucks on Monday night. Washington is coming off of a bye. This one's a toss-up. I'll let you go first on this one. Sure. Uh, so... The uh, this game is going to be a snooze fest. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's no star power in it, and uh, it's the lowest over under of the week. It's just going to be gross. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be something like 14 to 17 or whatever. And uh, I'll take Washington. Uh, I just think they're a more complete football team. Uh, they have a running back who's being productive. They've got a good receiver in Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some pieces on defense. They're at home. Not that home is really that big a deal this year. You don't have fans, as, at least not as many. Right. Um, and, and it's not like Washington, D.C. is terribly far away from New York. So, sure. um, you know, eh, yeah, give me Washington. I don't have much conviction on it, though. Yeah, uh, I, I'm surprised. I'm actually also going to go with Washington. Uh, I just think they have the better defense right now. I mean, not that it's a good defense, but I think it's the better defense. And so, sure. I um, agree with that. yeah, that's, that would be what sways me on this one. But it's not, it's not like I'm, you know, all in. I just give me Washington, I guess. Sure. Um, all right, second 1 o'clock slot. Ravens are going to the Colts. Both teams are 5-2 and two right now. Ravens just lost to the Steelers. Um, Steelers went 7-0. and oh. Lamar had an interesting game. Um, what do you think about the Ravens right now? Do you think that they're going to go in and win this game? So I do have the Ravens winning this game. Uh I think that Lamar Jackson is not quite getting the credit he deserves right now. I will say that he isn't performing up to last year's uh, standard, but if the standard is an MVP level, then no one will ever perform up to their standard. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just not reality. Like I I can't remember an MVP ever having a better or equal season than the following season. It's just not 
not reality. Um, they're they're really good. I think they're six and two on the year. Is that right? Um, I have but five they, and two here. They're five and two. Okay, yeah. so yeah, they're they're having a fine season. And uh, what I would have liked to see at the had like to have seen at the deadline is them had pick up maybe another outside receiver. Hmm. I know that they picked up Dez and put him on the practice squad, but I don't know how much of a actual factor he's going to be. Um, sure. They don't have a receiver that can go get you the ball. They don't have a – I mean, very few teams have a DK Metcalf, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you wonder why uh, Lamar Jackson is throwing for 180-ish yards a game, and it's because who is he throwing to that's going to go get the ball for you? Yeah. Um now they lead the league in running because I mean they've got good running backs and then he you know gives you a hundred yards a game rushing which he's he's a running back honestly mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that's not a knock at his quarterback play but he's he is a running back uh, who yep. throws the ball yep and uh, yeah anyway uh, the long and short of it is I'm still not a believer in uh, in Indianapolis especially with Phil Rivers playing the way he he's been playing and that burned me last week but I'm still gonna. Still going to go Ravens. Okay. Um, I'm feeling a little bit bold this week because the last two weeks have not been great. Um, Last week I had six games picked correctly. This week I had seven. So I'm actually going to go Colts on this one. Um, I don't necessarily have a rhyme or a reason except that I'll say the same thing I said last week, and that's that the Colts have surprised me. Um, Sure. And so I'm just going to go with a gut feeling and go Colts on this one. Sure. I will say the Colts defense looks pretty fantastic. And uh, (laughs) they found 100,000 ways to get running backs touchdowns, everyone except for John Taylor, who, of course, is the player I was starting against you in fantasy this week. Mm -hmm. So um, everyone but John Taylor got touchdowns. Um, So thanks, Colts. Thanks, Colts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right (laughs) we've got the chicago bears going to nashville this week playing the titans um this one for me i was struggling to make a pick on this one because the titans started off the year so well the last couple of weeks they've kind of had games um the bears kind of the same thing they now have two losses in a row but uh this is what really decided it for me um The Titans are not great against the pass, and they're not great in the red zone. The Bears are awesome in the red zone. So, defensively, I should say. So, Mm -hmm. I think what I'm going to do is go Bears because Nick Foles and his passing this season has been – it's not been bad. It's been pretty great. He has some receivers who are doing a really good job, and I think that if you're looking at red zone play – passing wise the bears have the advantage on this one so i'm gonna go bears five yards in front of him he definitely he seems to really be able to launch a deep ball and and hit his receivers accurately i feel like uh alan robinson is going down the sideline and catching these bombs all day long but um it just i can't understand why david montgomery comes out of the backfield and is wide open and he overthrows him by seven yards like that's just maddening for me to watch and obviously this is as a nick Foles fan and both of us are uh we'll feel indebted to him forever Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i just uh 
I don't know. I just feel like this is kind of the beginning of a big downward spiral for Chicago. I, I don't think their offensive line is uh, is up to par. I think that's probably the biggest issue on the whole team is uh, they can't block. And I wonder if that is kind of why Nick Foles is having so much trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I think he's necessarily a superstar quarterback, but I'd also like to see um, – more consistency so titans look good they've got a good defense and offense their running game is uh their running back running is the best in the league yes Um, so uh give me the titans okay i can i can be okay with that um all right so one o'clock again lions are going to vikings lions are three and four vikings are two and five um i'm going vikings because they have dalvin cook back Lions, (laughs) which is like a good reason. (laughs) Lions aren't great. Like I just don't have a huge reason to be concerned about them. They have good pieces, kind of like we were talking about with New York with the Giants. But um, I mean, Dalvin Cook scored four touchdowns against the Packers, who have just one of the best teams in the league right now. And so, give me Vikings. Yeah, Dalvin Cook is special. Um, he might be the best running back in the league. Um, I would probably say Christian McCaffrey, but you can definitely make an argument. Uh, Detroit's going to be missing one of their best offensive players in Kenny Galladay. Um, I couldn't uh, tell you off the top of my head what his injury was, but I know um, he is expected to miss this Sunday. Um, yeah, it's Vikings for me. I think they are starting to get some things figured out, and while I don't expect them to find them themselves in the playoffs at the end of the season, I do think they'll get – Back to around 500, and uh, they're a team that people shouldn't fall asleep on. Correct. I agree. All right. Then we have Panthers at the Chiefs. Um, Man, I mean, Chiefs are so favored in this game, and there is a very legitimate reason why I'm still not going to bet against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. That team is just – they are special. So give me Chiefs on this game. Yeah, this game is actually, we can say a few words about this game as opposed to last week that there was really (laughs) nothing to say. Sure. Uh, But uh, but yeah, it's still definitely the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Um, I I really hope that uh, people are are doing whatever they can to tune into Kansas City Chiefs games because he is a joy to watch. He is. Uh, He makes every throw. He's got weapons all around him. He's got a top five receiver. He's got the best tight end in football. He's got a coach that wants him to throw the ball 100,000 times a game. Yep. Uh, and uh, he looks fantastic. So, uh, yeah, Chiefs for me. Uh, I'd like to see a little bit more out of Teddy Bridgewater for me to even really consider him. So. Sure. And, I mean, the one thing the Panthers do have going for them is that they might get Christian McCaffrey back, but I still I don't, I don't know how much that's going to help them as far as going up against the Chiefs' defense. So, um, all right, this next one could be another snoozer of a game. Uh, <laughs> Texans are heading to Jacksonville. Both teams are one and six. What do you got on this one? I got the Texans, and it's uh, it's just one of those games where when you're in division and it looks like it could be close, I'm going to take the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still really like Deshaun Watson. Um, I know that they had floated the idea of trading – uh, who I think their best receiver is, uh, Will Fuller, at the trade deadline. They were trying to move him for – I think they are trying to get a second-round pick out of him. Didn't find uh, any deals. I guess the Packers were the ones that were the most interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, uh, he's still there, and their offense is fine. Uh, I don't think their defense is particularly good. 
Um, but uh, you've you've got uh, the quarterback is injured for for Jacksonville Gardner Minshew mm-hmm. and. Um, they just I, I don't I couldn't tell you one thing that Jacksonville does well like I they're not the worst team in the league but I they don't have any strengths that I'm really able to see so uh, yeah it's Texans for me yeah uh, you said everything I was gonna say so Texans for me as well um, this is probably this next one one of the games I'm looking the most forward to this uh, coming week and that is the Seahawks at the Bills. Both teams are doing really well. Tell me about this one. Yeah, I actually um, this I hate, 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 hate picking against Russell Wilson, but I'm gonna take the Bills. I think the Bills are a B plus offense and an A defense, and I think Seahawks are amazing on offense and their defense is miserable. Hmm. Um, the Bills are at home, and. Uh, Stephon Diggs looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they do everything right on defense. The Bills do. Um, Russell Wilson is on fire, but uh, I just think the defense could get them in some trouble this week. Yeah, sure. This one is a really hard one for me because both teams have so many good things going for them. I think this one I'm going to take the better quarterback and go Seahawks. Sure. Uh, Josh Allen has just not had a great couple of weeks. I, I don't know if there's a particular reason for that, um, but I think on this one just give me Seahawks because Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf. So, and if that's what happens, I'm going to feel stupid for picking against Russell Wilson. So we'll see. (laughs) Well, Hey, we'll see what happens. Anything's possible. Um, okay. So then we have Broncos going to Falcons for me. I just think the Broncos have a little bit of a better defense. Obviously we did talk about, you can't, you can't count the Falcons out with Julio Jones, but um, the Broncos have given us some surprises this year, and I think that they could continue to do so. Again, I don't, I don't think we're going to see them in the playoffs. I don't think that, you know, they're going to have this, like, amazing outstanding year. I hoped that they would, but, again, last week we talked about injuries. Um, but I still think that they'll finish with, you know, an, an okay season with what they've been dealt, and so give me Broncos. Sure. Um, so I guess every week uh, I highlight two teams on my page and then change my mind. So uh, <laughs> the Falcons, I picked the Falcons originally um, because it, in my Julio Jones rule, you know, if, if mm-hmm. Julio Jones plays, you pick the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Not always necessarily the case, but actually I really like how Denver kind of fought back in that game last week. And uh, I think they showed a lot of heart and Drew Locke looked fine. Um and and they've got some playmakers, so I, yeah, I, man, this is this is a tough game. This might be the toughest game of the week for me to pick. Um, man, I have Broncos on my sheet. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Broncos. I'll take the Broncos. Okay, all right, sounds good. Um, so now we're gonna trade seats because this next one is probably the one that's been the hardest for me to pick for this week, and that is first four o'clock spot Raiders at the Chargers. I sure. oh I I've been a fan of the Raiders this season since before the season started. Um but I like Justin Herbert. I think that the Chargers have some really good things going for them. Chargers are coming off of a bye, which 
could mean more rested. It could mean more rusty. I, I mean, it could mean anything. Both of these teams, I think it's a really even matchup. I, I uh, You make your pick first. So my heart wants to take the Chargers because I love Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can't win a game. They can't close games. They just keep losing games where their quarterback plays really well. And uh, like I, this is, I picked the Chargers, um, but I have no confidence. Like I'm picking them with my heart, not because of what I've seen on the field. Um, I I am all about quarterbacks when they're playing well, and that's that's my my number one thing as to what I think makes a team good is do you have good quarterback play? Sure. And the answer is yes, and they do. They have much better quarterback play than the Raiders do. Um, but they can't close a darn game. So uh, I'm taking the Chargers, but if you tell me that they're going to be up 14 points late in the third quarter, I'm not going to feel comfortable. Uh, I They could throw that game away just as easily as any of the last three or four that they've thrown away. So yeah. I'll take the Chargers, but I'd feel gross about it. Yeah, I have the Chargers circled on my sheet here, but I'm really not confident in it. But I've got to stick with what, my original choice was you know in school like when you were taking a multiple choice test and they always said like go with your first answer because it's probably the right one so I'm gonna go by that rule and just say like that was my first answer so I'm gonna stick with it but I'm with you I'm not confident on it for sure did you ever get psyched out in school when like you realized that your last five answers were c and now you like you know there's no way that five in a row were C. So you have to go back and like, okay, I have to make one like B just because there's no way. Do you oh, ever yeah. have that or is that just me? Okay. Oh no. Oh yeah, for sure. And <laughs> and and then you go back and you change your answer and your initial answer was correct. And you're like, Oh, 100%. I should have stuck with my first answer because yep. the teacher was trying to trick me. Uh yep. yeah. Let's both yep. be thankful that we're not in school anymore. Um <laughs> all right. Uh next one is Steelers at the Cowboys. We already talked about this one. This is just give me Steelers. Give me Steelers. Uh Gucci Danucci goes <laughs> one more time. <laughs> We need we need some quality nicknames on this podcast, and I don't know how you get away from Gucci Danucci. I mean, that is just that's as good as they come. It so, is. It is. Uh, yeah. It, Steelers defense is amazing. Um, they, I mean, they force turnovers. They stop the run. Mm-hmm. They've got guys that guard the pass well. Mm-hmm. They've got linebacker. Like they are just a complete. This is a team that absolutely could represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um, I still like the Chiefs to do that, but, um, I mean, uh, you want to pick the Steelers, I'm not going to argue with you. And the Cowboys just don't – they don't have a a quarterback. They don't have a defense. And so, yeah, pretty – Pretty elementary for me. Yeah, I will say my one slight concern with the Steelers is it did look like Roethlisberger might have tweaked that elbow or at least his wrist or something during uh, their game this week against the Ravens. So that's something I want to keep my eye on uh, with him and and his injury track record. But, I mean, obviously he, he finished the game and they won. So maybe it's not that bad, but I'll keep my eye on it for the coming weeks. For sure, and I bet you that any of our Steeler uh, friends could acknowledge that Ben Roethlisberger just lives in this constant state of questionable Mm -hmm. to play the games. Mm -hmm. Uh, He always has something, and unless it's something that really knocks him out, he'll be fine. Yeah. 
Yep. Agreed. Um, okay. So then we have the Dolphins going to the Cardinals. Dolphins shocked the Rams this week with Tua's sure first starting game. Uh, Dolphins defense was just incredible. And was, the, yeah. the Dolphins, this is the thing that shocks me about the Dolphins. I mean, they're not having a horrible season. They're four and three. But, but what shocks me is, like, if you look it up, they have the number one overall defense in the league right now. Wait, yeah, uh, absolutely. They're they're allowing the least amount of points. They're allowing the least amount of touchdowns. They're really good against the rush. Like it just it's mind blowing to me. And so it's like, yeah, the Cardinals are five and two. They've been so good this season. Kyler Murray is really shining. He's really showing why he, you know, was the number one overall pick last year is that correct yeah. am i right on that oh uh, yeah yeah in in 20 uh 2019 sure. yeah okay i don't know why all my years were blurring together in my head there for a second this um, has been a year that like <laughs> we just yeah it's it's hard so i yeah. don't blame you one bit. yeah anyway so he's showing why he was the number one overall pick last year but uh that dolphins defense is really blowing my mind right now so i'm gonna go dolphins on this one yeah i uh I don't blame you one bit necessarily. I'm going to go cards. Um, I, I just, I really love Murray and I think their offense is doing some great things. Um, but I mean, to your point, the Dolphins defense is giving up the least number of points per game right now, uh, which is pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got quality wins. Uh, they shut out the Jets. Not that that win individually is a quality win, but to shut out a team in the NFL is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of their losses are very small losses. You yep. you lost in week one. The Patriots had an unbelievable week, and they lost by 10. They lost by one score to the Seahawks. They blew out the 49ers. And, uh, I mean, they beat the Rams by two scores. Yep. So uh, this is an underrated team. Um, I, I don't love Tua, Um but I could be proven wrong, and they've got a defense to work with. They've got a running game that's working pretty well. I do think Miles Gaskin's going to miss a few weeks. I think he sprained his MCL, if I'm remembering that right. But mm-hmm. uh, they, they could be without a couple weapons on offense. But, um, yeah, they, they they definitely got a shot. I am going to take the cards. I just think they're a more complete ty- team. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit if the Dolphins won. So give me the cards, but uh, cautiously give me the cards. Okay. All right, I can I can deal with that one too, and we'll just see what the outcome is. Um, Sunday night's going to be a fun game this week. We're going to see the second matchup of the year of the Saints. This time going to Tampa Bay, Drew Brees facing Tom Brady once again. Um, this is a game that belongs on Sunday Night Football. Yes, it is for sure. It is, and hopefully the Bucks get it together a little bit <laughs> um, after after last night, but. Um, I... Isn't that funny that we bagged on two teams that won their games? Like I know, I know. <laughs> but but seriously, look at the level of your competition. Like why why do you look the way you look against miserable teams? But it's true. I digress. It's true. Um, okay, so this one, I, I wanted to go Saints, but we still don't know if Michael Thomas is going to be back. Um, they've struggled a little bit defensively I mean they're winning games so it's not like they're terrible at all I still think that they could win the Super Bowl like I kind of predicted them to do before the season even started I don't know if that's still gonna happen but it could 
But I think on this game in particular, in Tampa Bay, I think Tampa Bay has fans right now. I'm going to go Bucks. I'm also going Bucks, and uh, that doesn't make this game very exciting because I'd love to have the opposite choice of you, but I do think the Bucks are the better team. Their defense looks really good, and Tom Brady is playing uh, just fantastic football right now. They get Antonio Brown this week. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> they, uh, the Patriots had Antonio Brown for about the length that it takes to drink a cup of coffee, <laughs> and he had a great game with them. Yeah, he did. Uh, Chris Godwin, I believe, is still going to be out this week. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, but even still, uh, an, uh, an offense with Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans mm-hmm. and Antonio Brown is an embarrassment of riches. And uh, I just don't think the Saints are going to be able to keep up on the scoreboard with them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that Drew Brees has really looked great this year. He's not looked bad. He's not turning the ball over, but uh, he's not the reason that they – if they're going to get anywhere this year, it's going to be because Alvin Kamara is doing amazing things. Right. And, and he is doing amazing things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Tampa Bay, and uh, there's a chance here. I just want to put this out there, and I want it to be recorded. There's a chance that Tom Brady wins the MVP this year. If all those weapons get healthy – and he gets on the same page with them, 45 touchdowns this season. He's got 20 already. 45 touchdowns is on the table. Wow. Yeah, I I just – yeah, we'll see. My biggest question then is if he wins MVP, will he retire? Ooh, that's a tough one. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady are going back and forth every week for the most touchdowns in NFL history. I think Tom Brady is leading by one touchdown right now. And uh, normally, normally when you have these situations where someone breaks some unbelievable record, you stop the game, you do the photo shoot, you get the, everybody comes over and gives you a hug and a high five. And like, they don't even do that anymore for this record because it just changes Every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Like, one week Drew Brees is leading, and the next week the Tom Brady. So they don't even do it. But it's, like, the biggest record in the NFL is yeah. who had the most touchdowns. Like, and they don't even care. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I could definitely see Tom Brady playing another two or three years. Um, and I don't feel that way about Drew Brees. Not that that was necessarily the original question. But um, I don't know that Tom Brady is exclusively – motivated by sticking it to Bill Belichick and getting an MVP and maybe winning a Super Bowl. I think he loves football. Mm-hmm. And I think I think he wants to play until he's 45. Like, I, that wouldn't surprise me. So uh, the short answer is I don't think that uh, an MVP or even a Super Bowl would cause him to retire. He'd sure. factor it in, but I don't think it would be the reason he'd retire. Sure. I just had to ask a question, you know? Yeah, what's your opinion? Uh, I mean... I'm going to go, see, I don't really know. I don't really know when he's going to retire because that's his thing to decide, and I'm not him. But I'm going to go right back to my idea that, like, I just, I'm such a sucker for the underdog, and so it's like, I just, I want to see some, like, fresh players get their chance in the (laughs) game. And so I just, like, I get to this point where I'm like, I just want these guys who have been around for so long to just, like, step aside and give somebody else a chance, which, like, I know it'll come and it's time. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, like, 
I don't know. So part of me is like, Tom Brady is great. There's no reason why he should retire right now, except that he's been playing for a long time. So maybe we should give somebody else a chance. But that that's like, that is everything to do with me and nothing to do with football. So, sure. uh, so I, I mean, can't really offer you more than that. No, no, that's fine. I mean, if you, uh, if these guys play until they're a hundred years old, then how do we ever get names like, uh, Gucci Danucci? I mean, how mm. else are they going to get starts? So. I know. I know. And <laughs> yep. I mean, I could go all day about that, you know, but, uh, we've got to talk about this Monday night game here. Uh, Patriots. Do we? At Do the we Jets. really? <laughs> Patriots at the Jets. Pat, uh, Pats are not having a good season. Uh, They're not, not, which is which. Honestly, I'm surprised. Oh, I am. Surprised. I was going to say I'm not sure anybody's really surprised by that, but well, apparently I, you are. <laughs> I am. I I just thought that Bill would come up with a way to to salvage. I thought he'd come up with a nine win season, and they are not on pace for anything like that. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. they're not. Um, although this week they might get get a third win because the Jets are still winless, so th- they have I think a pretty good chance here. For sure, um, if I could pick like a team to absolutely blow out the other team and and just this would be my game. I think that uh, Bill Belichick. There's been a lot of talk about like oh Tom Brady was the reason for all their success because you look at the records of the teams and. Uh, that's a little bit overhyped the the amount of uh of uh reason that people are taking off of just you know what is it, eight games now mm-hmm. seven games for the patriots mm-hmm. um i think the patriots are going to win and they're going to win huge just just to remind everybody that like oh no 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 Bill, bill's good he's going to drop 40 points this week and he's going to allow three it's going to be something like that um so i don't usually pick scores but um, I'm going to say the Patriots are going to win by 30 or more this week. It's going to be a blowout, and right. uh, we'll see. Well, I don't know that they're going to win by that much, but I will go Pats. So we shall see what happens. Hey, uh, are you mailing me my trophy in the week that, or my trophy in the mail this week? Uh, no, because you just have to send it right back to me for next week. So I don't oh. see the point in sending stuff in the mail. I know mail's real backed up with the election right now. And so let's just not even waste our time. Uh, I'm going to get it back next week. So I'll just hang on to it. It's no problem. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, you can make it up to me in, you know, free coffee or something like that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do have a birthday coming up, though. So oh, I don't that's know. That's nice. If you beat me like four more times in a row, so I have this fantasy football trophy actually sitting right next to me uh, from a league that's like no longer anything. And I'll tell you what, whoever gets the most picks right at the end of the season from last week when we started, you know, recording Mm -hmm. to the rest of the the end of the season, that person is going to get the trophy and they can, I don't know, post it on social media and brag about it. and, And, you know, I'll get to do that. So it'll be great. All right. I can be good with that. All right, friend. Well, until next week. Until next week. Go Eagles. They can't lose this week. They can't lose this week. They cannot. It's impossible. All right, friend. Well, good luck in the weekly pickoff. Have a good one. You too.